Hello and welcome back to Drum Key. This is the podcast where we like to talk about everything drums, drummers, and drum industry. We are recording this live to tape inside of the Drummer's Pro Shop, Drums Etc. In beautiful Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Nailed the cue. I'm Adam Steck. This is my co-host, Mr. Sean Groff. How are we today? I am excellent. We are ready to go. I'm we're here. We're you know we're with one of my good friends. Uh, I'll let you uh, announce him uh, you know later on here. But uh, oh, I see you're not you're not talking about me. Oh uh, no, no <laughs> I'm here with one of my greatest friends. Oh my hey, gosh! I got to say though, there are a lot of similarities between me and him. Well, you both have the same name. That that's where it ends. There's one similarity between and you. Them. Both are drummers. There we go. That's two. You both work in the drum business. Three. I'm reaching here, man. That's it. Hey. I cannot pull off a bow tie. He surely can. So he's he's got one up on me there. He pulls um, he pulls it off every night when he has to go to bed. Uh, this is not a humor come podcast, on, man. There are booze from the studio on, audience. Man. We're gonna get shut down for stuff. Watch yourself. Uh, so, but no, we do have a guest later on in the show. It is Adam from Minel. That's how you guys may have known him. That is his uh, username out on social land on the gram Instagram. Yeah. Um, he is a drummer, like we had mentioned before. He is actually Drums Etc.'s Minel Rep, the representative. Longtime rep. Yep, Minel Cymbals and Percussion. Uh, longtime rep and a great friend of ours. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we're going to have him on later. Um, but uh, while you're listening, check out his Instagram, Adam from Minel. He goes through and posts uh, different stack combinations. So if you've Simple had, stacks. Simple stacks. Yeah, simple stack combinations. Um, so check that out while you're tuning in, while you're listening to us in the background. Um, but I think we're going to go ahead and start off our show with our favorite segment, Crank It Up, Turn It Down. All right, so Crank It Up, Turn It Down. In this segment, I like to read controversial drum habits and get Mr. Sean Groff's impression on those. Now, we've had a few episodes where you're cranking something up, uh, cranking it up if you dig it, turning it down if it's not your style. You I've know? been known to crank it down as you, well. If you really dislike something, he cranks it down. He breaks the known. rules. Um, but There are no rules. Let's start off here. Sean, crank it up, turn it down. Crank it up, turn it down. Nylon tip drumsticks. Crank it up, baby. Oh, yeah? Oh, Big yeah. Big fan of the nylons? Big fan of the nylon tips. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Because that's your next question. That's my... Why? Well, tell me why. I want to know. I want to yeah. tell you. Well, when you play nylon tip, um, you get a brighter sound on the cymbal. On the drums, you're not going to notice so much the, the style of wood versus nylon. On the cymbals, sure. you will notice the difference. Also, nylon doesn't tend to uh, chip the same way wood does. When you're playing wood tip drumsticks and they 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 you know break apart, you get a flat spot. You get a flat spot. Well, I call it a dead spot where mm-hmm. it sounds real mushy feeling and 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 sounding. Sure, sure. And it's not as consistent or bright. So uh, with that you know being said, I think nylon is is a great way to go. Uh, on the other side of that. Folks will complain, oh, well, the nylon tips go flying off. Oh, they fly off while I'm playing. Right, because they're essentially glued onto the end of the stick. Right. Yeah. Well, some companies will actually mold the, the, the tip of the nylon onto the actual shape of the mm-hmm. tip of the stick. So it won't go flying off. So right. they've right. come a long way. 
if you've never played nylon tip drumsticks, you should. Uh, I think that uh, yeah, give I think they're great. Crank it, up. yeah, crank it up, cranking it up, yeah, give it a try, it. yeah. And and again, like you said, they're making them a lot differently now. Um, a lot of the the mainstream companies that you're familiar with. So if you tried the prototype nylon tip drumstick, you know, back when drums etc was hot, late '80s through the '90s, and that might that was a very different stick than today. Yeah, you know, so they're crank constantly improving. Making slight tweaks, you know, making things better. So, cranking up nylon tips. I got another one for you. Sean, crank it up, turn it down, cajones. Crank it up. Wow, yeah. two up. All yeah, right. two up. Crank it up. I love cajones. I think they're they're fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we do well with them selling them. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, there's a lot of interest in cajones. And I think that uh, for a lot of acoustic situations, and, and even non-acoustic, because nowadays, you know, there's pickups installed in these cajones. You can mm-hmm. plug it in, mm-hmm. plug it into an amplifier or your PA or, or whatever else to, to get some juice or bass out of it. Um, so I'm cranking it up. I like cajones. They're fun to play. You can play different rhythms on it, and, uh, you know, it, it's a beatbox. You know, if you if you like beatbox rhythms yeah. and stuff like that, crank it up, baby. I, I, li- I like. I don't personally own one. I would like to have one, but yeah, I don't Yeah, you play them one. at the shop all the yeah, time. Yeah, I play them yep. at the shop all the time. I have my, my yep. signature licks, and you know. You know, yeah. you've yeah. copied them. Oh, like, I love here's your, my Sean Groff your Cajon. Yeah. The Sean Groff Cajon demonstration yeah. is a very specific number of rhythms, yeah. and it's great. I saw it's a great. lot of them. Yeah, yeah, very good at with those, highlighting with the those, different tonalities. Yep, with those uh, demonstrations, yeah. are like, Psh, I want to be like that guy. <laughs> that's what does it, folks. That's what. Um, that's it. No, but I I have a couple of Cajons. I uh, have played them in different different variations. Played them by themselves. Um, hooked up a Cajon pedal to them. You have um, the old as a bass drum. Build your own cajon. You, you've actually I did that, that. too. Yeah. I built one of those. Yeah, that's yeah. that's one of them and I have right now. And stained it and did yeah. everything. Yeah, did it up. You can make yeah. your own make your own cajon if you're, you're a little crafty. Um, you know, all sorts of different things. But whatever you do, start your hunt, start your search at your local drum shop. Go in, play a bunch, see what you like, see what you don't like. That's the beauty of having a store like this. Yeah. You know? Is oh. You don't have to just guess based on a picture online. Right. Just... Try yeah. them all out. There's different styles. So I'm cranking it up. Cranking Cajun, it up. Cajuns are great. Cranking both up. Amazing. Those two, those were easy ones. Yeah. Those those, <laughs> those were very quick answers. Yeah. I was surprised. I, I Not that I thought you were going to turn something down necessarily, but I knew you didn't have a cone. I, I wasn't sure. Yeah. But yeah, cranking up nylon tips, cranking up cones. Very easy. Let's move on to some drum industry news. Alright, so drum industry news. This is where we talk about topics in the drum industry that folks might not be that aware of. Um, so I might not be aware of this. You might not be aware of this. We'll see. We'll see. You are a part of the drum industry and have been for a very long time. Right. So I think but I don't I'm, think there's gonna be any surprises well, for you. Um, there's a lot of things I'm not aware of, so well we'll, we'll see. see. Let's talk about so, product start. launches. Product launches. Yeah. So so when new uh, when new items are are launched into the drum world. Mm-hmm. Um, they can enter at different points. They can be strategically placed at certain times. Um, we talked last uh, on the last show uh, about Nam, the Nam show. Right. So um, that there are two shows that happen: Summer Nam, Winter Nam. Winter Nam is typically where more drum, uh, drum and percussion companies do uh, release a lot more product. Right, yes. so that typically happens at the beginning of the year in January. Uh, next year it'll be back in January because COVID kind of made things wonky for a little bit. But it'll be back in January next year, um, and 
product launches. Um, this is this is something that people don't really know when it's coming. It seems kind of random, uh, but from our point of view and, and talking with reps and different companies, there's a lot of thought that goes behind it. Yep. All right, Sean. There's a lot of thought that goes behind. Show's it. over, folks. Show's Let's over. go. So I was like, yep. Sounds there good are. To me. Well, I'm I'm waiting to see where you go with yeah. this because yeah, sure, things are you know uh, announced and shown at NAM, but then there are times throughout the year where you just get a random email like, hey, this is new and blah blah. Right, this is coming and, out, and yeah. that happens a lot. You know right. where. And I see it, and uh, I'll talk to you about it. Hey, did you get that email from this company or so and so? Adam from Lionel sent right. this or whatever else, right. and you go, "Oh, okay." So sometimes it's not even a, a big announcement, or where they're, they're anticipating an announcement. Just boom, here it is. Hey, we have these new sticks, or hey, this, this happens. Uh, yeah. Right. Other times, uh, I'm made aware of things, and I'm not embarrassed to say this. A customer will make me aware of something. Absolutely. There's There are so many companies and so many different uh, offshoots, new companies starting every day, different product lines. Yeah. And sometimes we find out about stuff at that moment too. And that's because uh, a lot of the industry is very secretive about what's going on. And the process, I was going to mention, the process of releasing a new product does not start with the release date. You know, there have been there's been sometimes years, at least months of R&D, um, development behind the scenes sure. um, to get that product just right. Yeah, and they, they keep it close to the chest. They, they don't go say, hey, we're developing something here. We're right. working on right. You don't want to let that stuff no, out. By the you time know. you see a teaser, like big things coming soon, it's it's already it's right. already been in the works yeah. for quite some time. Sure. Now, I want you to touch on signature products okay. because a lot of times, a lot of these big releases at these shows are like this so-and-so's signature model. Yeah. Um, and what does that mean? Well, a lot of that means is, uh, you know, it's attached to a, a particular artist or, you know, uh, drummer usually, in our mm-hmm. case, uh, right. that uh, has a certain name and following and is an influential type of drummer, and they'll put his name on a particular syndrome. Usually get together with him or her yeah, uh, to develop a new stick, a new percussion instrument, tambourine, mm-hmm. Drum head, right? And, you know, these guys that you know are these you know next level really great drummers that uh you know you see out playing all over, and uh they'll, they'll get with, together with these guys and come up with something really cool and neat. And usually their name is attached to it, Absolutely. and uh that helps move and, and sell uh their product in most cases, right? And that is also the birthplace of a lot of prototypes, prototype things. Um, whether it's you know, say let's use symbols for for instance. Um, every year we, uh, usually have the, uh, Minel symbol tour show up. We just did a UFIP symbol tour. We, we do that kind of thing, uh, special events. And we'll have, in addition to your standard SKUs and a wider selection that you normally see here, we'll also have a lot of prototypes and people yeah. are like, what, what is this about? That's the research and development yeah. that's going on. A lot of times the artist says, Hey, I want this, but tweak the bell. I want this, but want it a little bit different. I like the prototype stuff. That stuff is so super neat and so super cool. Yeah. And I think a lot of other people do too. You know, everyone mm-hmm. wants something that's special yep. and uh, one of a kind. Yeah, one of a kind type of deal. So I, I'd like, and, and I'm no different. I like to see a lot of that stuff. When we had the Minel symbol tour come through, and we had they had those uh, one of a kind symbols, and they had the the big. I think it was even a 28 inch ride. Am I right? 28. It's that that big yep. huge ride. It was so fun to play. It I've never played great. a 28 inch ride. Wild. I'm like, oh god, I got to try this. And yep. we had we had done two Minel symbol tours, and mm-hmm. uh, was that a signature ride by any? No, prototype. Yeah, it's a prototype. Who was involved with that? 
Okay. Just trying different sizes. Yeah, and it had come through twice on our tour. Yeah. Uh, I guess no one pulled the trigger on it because it's so neat and so awesome, but it's like maybe not as practical, metal, not man. versatile, and, yep. and very expensive too. But it was so much fun to play. So yeah. super cool, so super neat. I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a big takeaway from uh, these product launches and just talking about this this sort of thing is, like you mentioned, keep us in the loop. We'll keep you in the loop. Right. You know, we we are hip to when things come out, but a lot of it hits all at once with this Nam show or a mid year release, something like that. Sure. Um, and all the different brands, not to mention, you know, yeah. all the different places. So let's you know work together to to have that. But let us know. Reach out to us immediately if you're interested in something, because a lot of times with a product launch, especially like the top of the year like the yearly product launch, there's also going to be limited edition items. So they're only going to have create, you know, 25 of these kits or create this, you know, those, those big pop at the show, like, Oh, I haven't seen that in this many years. Or like they're bringing this back. A lot of time that's a limited edition run. And if you want to get your hands on one, let us know. We'll get your name on that list, that wait list to make sure you do get one, you know? Yes. (laughs) All right. Yeah. All right. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll, I think that's good. I think we'll move on and induct our next, uh, inductee into the Hall of Fame. All right, so Hall of Fame is where we like to highlight uh, different pieces of gear, whether it's a game-changing piece of gear, whether it's something that has, uh, you know, crossed crossed into new territory, uh, a great invention and improvement upon an idea. We're really expanding out in this category. Yes. Um, so today, we are going to be highlighting, or I should say, the, what is this, fifth? Ready. The fifth inductee into the Drum Key Hall of Fame is the Minel HCS Symbol Pack. This is going to be so easy in our little studio to display. Very nice. The Minel HCS Symbol Pack. Now, what is special about this? This is a symbol pack that is not made of bronze like you're used to uh, used to seeing out there. It's made of brass, yes. right? right? And so the up until uh, these these symbols came out, your typical brass symbols were the ones the real thin, junky ones that would bend and crack and and get all dinged my, up. Yeah, my my first symbols were TKO percussion. I still remember it. Yeah, and yeah. and they're they're real thin, punched out of brass. Don't sound too great. Just designed to get you started. We talked about that a little bit on the drum That's right. when we were talking yeah. about... Uh, we what, call them pie plates. We call them pie plates. You know, they're just <laughs> to get you started. Essentially what you're paying for when you get a big bundle deal that comes with everything. You're paying for the drums. You're pay- paying for the hardware. But they just throw in some cymbal to get you started for right. the first six months. This, on the other hand, these right. cymbals, on the other hand, are made of brass. But they're made in such a way that they sound great and they're durable. Mm-hmm. You know? Very similar to, like, a B8 bronze or something like that as far as, like, the construction of it, if you're familiar with that. Uh, this is the crash symbol right here. Um, but, and- yeah, definitely a game changer. They took something that was there, uh, Minel did, and improved upon it, made it a higher quality. And, uh, you know, not only that, but um, this has been one of our best-selling symbol packs over the past probably 10 years. You know, mm-hmm. um, it comes in at a great price. Sometimes they'll even give you an extra symbol or what have you. But you mm-hmm. get a 20-inch ride. You get a 16-inch pair of hats. And you get a 14-inch four, pair, oh, pair of hats. Oh, 14-inch pair of hats. 16-inch crash. What is that? 20-inch ride, 16 crash, 14 hats. Okay. There you go. Okay. I'm, I'm messing up here. But um, they're made in Germany. And uh, not only do we do well with them, 
but they also are included on with the Tama Imperial Star drum set. That's what I was going to say. A lot of you might be familiar with seeing uh, the Tama Imperial Star. You can you can typically pick out a, a modern day Imperial Star by the Accutune hoops. So they're not going to have hoops, wood hoops with claws. They're going to have those those plastic, uh, essentially these plastic composite uh, hoops that are uh, black that the Tentrons just go right through. Mm-hmm. Those kits. Um, are a great deal, but they partner with Mile Symbols, and that pack, uh, no matter what kit you get, configuration you get, you get a, a ride, a crash, and a pair of hats. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times you get a splash thrown in there, too, depending on the, right. the year. And so th- They're sold individually, but uh, we're talking about the the pack itself, right? Is yeah, that, we're talking about okay, the pack. The pack, yeah. the pack, the whole, because so that's you, what you You can need. get an 18, you can right. get a, a, a splash, like you said, with this. Yeah. You can add on uh, China, a China Symbols, yeah, small effects, ones. Yeah, bells, the bell. The bell, I think, is is great, a, great, a great, great little guy. Yeah, totally. Uh, so this is a great pack if you have budget symbols right now, and symbols can be so damn expensive. Yeah, and uh, you're like, man, you know, I think this thing comes on in under three hundred dollars, maybe, mm-hmm. and you get a ride, a crash, a pair of hats. I think it's the way to go. They sound excellent too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sound yeah. good, and and the reason we're highlighting the pack too is like if you're starting out or you have another, Put don't do that. So it's it gonna fall. fall. It's gonna fall. It's gonna fall. Um, if you have a, those people listening are so confused. It's just me like, like scolding you. Like, don't do it, Sean. I think I put a couple of things up you here. Did. And they all fell. Yep. Um, no, but if you're, if you're starting out and you're looking for a great sounding pack of symbols, or you want to set up a second kit in your room, they're affordable. They sound great. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they're a game changer because up until this point, they've been, uh, pretty laughable, but just to get you started. Right. That's, that's the concept for sure. Start there and move on up as we do. We love symbols. You and I, I love symbols. Yeah. You even said last podcast that you love them more than drums. I think I do. Yeah. 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 And I can, oh, I know I do. I can totally see it. We just get so excited when we get new symbols. Right. On. There's something about that. I mean, new drums are obviously one thing, but there's just a whole different feeling. Yeah. And I always, you know, when I'm talking about symbols and such, if I went to a rehearsal spot mm-hmm. and they provided the gear for me, if I walked in and they had a set of HCS symbols there. I would be fine with that. I'm like, cool. Yep. Fine. You're not bringing your yeah. Not if your I, yeah. In. If I'm not loading my yeah. symbols in and these symbols were there waiting for me, yep. I would be totally fine. I I wouldn't uh, for rehearsal. I mean, if you're doing some records, yeah, you want some, you know, uh, right. high grade quality symbols. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'd, these things play well. You rock them. Very effective. Yeah. Very cool. All right, let's move on to quick question. All right, so quick question. He's still holding the symbol. I'm holding the symbol, man. It's all right. You can play it. I'm going to stand right here. Um, so, quick question. This is where we highlight questions that are nev- never have a quick answer, I should say. Uh, this comes from personal experience. Folks walk in the store and they say, hey, quick question. And you know if they start with that, that this is going to be the rest of your afternoon sometimes. You know, it's always – sometimes the question itself is yeah. a short question, well, a question and a quick question, and but the answer – has all of these follow-up questions and a lot of a lot of conversation. Yeah. It's almost like an icebreaker, but it's not a quick question. Usually isn't. Mm-hmm. Usually is not. Yeah, usually not not a quick question. So what's a quick question? It's a it's a long a long conversation. All right. So here's the quick question for today, and we'll 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 get into dive into who might be asking this question because we've gotten this question from many different types of folks. Hey, Sean. Quick question. Yes. Who's the best drummer? Oh my gosh. 
That is not a quick question. It's not. That's a loaded question. <laughs> there you go. That should be the name of it. <laughs> yeah, loaded, lo- loaded question. question. New, new yeah, segment. that that yeah. really is because you know there's a lot of different categories and you know we just had Buddy Rich on. He would be the one of the first people that would come to mind for your purist or whatever else would say. Mm-hmm. Oh well, it's got to be Buddy Rich. Yeah. But now I've seen this whole other spectrum of drummers come along since then, and I'm not even I'm not an old guy. I'm not even. Of the Buddy Rich era, but coming right, up, right. The, the guys before me were just like, "Hey, Buddy, oh Buddy Rich, do you all know who Buddy Rich is?" Right. You know, right. I didn't come up listening to jazz or big band, but right. you know, the drum teacher and you know, coming into the shop and yeah, you know, of course, you see Buddy Rich. Who is this old man? You know, you figure <laughs> that out. You know, yep. so uh, you know, one of the quick answers would be, "Oh, it's Buddy Rich because of his versatility right. and his power and his finesse and it's just." technique and all that kinds of stuff and i think all yep. those things make a great drummer but yep uh a lot yeah. of guys jump to bottom bottom keith moon gets brought up a lot just because yeah. of his energy you know mm-hmm. and there's there's a lot of uh it is a little bit of a loaded question because are we talking about who has the best technique are we talking about who has the most energy are we talking about who gets your your blood pumping who was the drummer at your first show that really got you introduced to drums you know what i mean all oh these gosh. things um we talked about uh neil peart on the show peart. with Nottemacher and how it, a lot of non-drummers, this will transition to my next point here, mm. a lot of non-drummers will be like, oh, well, you ever heard of the, the Neil, Neil Pert from Rush? Mm-hmm. Right. You know? oh, he's he's got to be, oh, he's the best, right? Right. You know, say that, that's, that's interesting. So I have a couple of things, notes I took here. Yeah. If it's a uh, parent or, some, or someone, uh, a parent of a student or a new student or someone that's not, in a, is just getting into the drumming world or maybe not even a part of the drumming world, um, they, I'm sorry, folks. I'm dying over here. I'm dying. Um, they will. Uh, they want you to say that Neil Peart's the best drummer. They I want an answer. Where, they I don't want know an where answer. They, they want an answer, but they want that to be the answer. I think. Right. I think they want to be like Neil Peart, right? Yeah. Right. Like to they confirm that, that they look. know about drum. I don't know look. what it is. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what kind of rush propaganda has been pushed out there, but. Uh, Seems well, they've, like been, they've been at it for a long time. Yeah. And I think the best propaganda is when other people are saying it. It's true. You know, it's like when yeah. you could say it enough times, but if you get your fans or, you know, whatever yep. else saying yep. it too, yeah. you know, now it's grassroots. And Absolutely. It's just... And and the other thing is, you know, you got the big kit, you got the electronics of that yeah. time. Yeah. And with the big kit, the acoustic, electric, there's flying here. See, that's why we uh, that's why we used to close those yeah. doors. Um, yeah, but it, it's interesting. So that person, so there's the parent or new student that's really, I think, I broke this down a little bit. I think they're just hoping to recognize the name. Yes. Yeah. They're hoping to recognize the name to, right. to feel inclus- included and inclusive. Yeah. And I think that's fine. That's totally cool. Yeah. And and by the way, we're not going to answer this question. You and I are not going to answer this question. It's not part of this. No. We're going to talk dan- about why this is not a quick question. I've danced around the question. Yeah. That's my way of yeah. answering yeah. it. Because I'll, I'll name drop a few true. without name dropping one particular. Oh, mm-hmm. this is he is the favorite or he's the best. What yeah. I was going to say is, uh, you know, you could ask, oh, who's your favorite drummer? That's a different like, question. That's a different question. Who's the who's best? Who's your favorite? Who's your you know, favorite? Who's, yep. who's the best? And favorite? Yep. Two different things. So you you might name a, a few just to show a little bit of respect to, to all the greats because there's so many different things. It's kind of like you're like you're like paying tribute to like yeah. yes I know that he changed yes. the game yeah. I know that you know all yeah. of that you know yeah and you can't say yourself even if that's what you truly believe deep down you can't that's always the wrong answer that's nah. always the wrong answer no but here's another person that asked this question and I think this is who we get it from the most the long time drummer someone who's been drumming their whole life mm-hmm. come in here and they ask this question and i think correct me if i'm wrong you're wrong 
Oh, I didn't I hear you. Think, I'm sorry. Just wait, and you can say it then. Okay. I think they're asking it because they want to tell you who their favorite drummer is. That's right. Yeah. Your answer You're doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, it doesn't. Usually, <laughs> someone wants to talk about what, you know. Yeah, they're what they're interested in, of course. Yeah. And and that's part of shop talk. We always talk about shop talk here at the drum shop is people coming in. They want to be able to talk about Neil Peart with someone who knows who he is or yeah. who John Bonham, you know, and they know that at the drum shop, they're going to find someone that knows what's going on. Yes. So, there's Quick one flash. more person I want to talk about. Okay. This is, I don't want to say skeptical. I call this the inquisitive customer. Hmm. They're waiting for your answer because they want to figure you out hmm. and size you up. So, if they say, hey, you know, who's, who's the best drummer? Right. Who do you think's the best? Yeah. Depending on what you say, that's going to influence whether they want to shop here or not. It's true. It very well could. It's true. Yeah, that's that, a good that's, point. That, that's it. That's, it's like a first date. This is like a first date question for a musician coming into sure. a new store, new Any drum red shop. flags popping up? Any you red know? flags, yeah. Like, oh, Ringo Starr is my favorite. And now if you're right. on the way other end, I'm not saying Ringo Starr is my favorite, but right. I'm just saying, yeah. hypothetically, if you answer, oh, it's Ringo Starr. Another and popular answer. Yeah, and your favorite is someone on the whole other end of the spectrum. Yeah. And you, look, you're t- you turn your nose up at you know the simplicity yeah. of Ringo Starr, or yep. whatever else. Yeah, yeah. you're going to. Or if you're now, expecting now Ringo Starr, all of a sudden, yeah, your opinion right. is going to be. Your opinion is yeah. going to change the the view. It's it's the first impression thing. Sometimes right. people use that to gauge. You know, if you said Ringo, if you're expecting Ringo Starr, and someone says Mike Portnoy, yeah, that also says something. You it know, sure it's, does. do we have something in common? Do we not? You know, that's that's <laughs> that's a reaction. You <laughs> yeah, see, <it> is. <laughs> you know, so it's it's interesting. But who's the best drummer? Long story short. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And it's all preference. I think a better question, like you were saying earlier, is like, oh, who's your favorite? Who are you digging right now? Sure. Talk about who you're listening should, to. Yeah. You know, and the band has a lot to do with it, too. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, there's so many great drummers right now that are just, just great. I don't want to say just great drummers, but they are great drummers. And they might not play in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Right. Or Kings of Leon or some, right. whoever's popular right or now. Or the most recorded drummer. Yeah. Whoever's in the most exactly. studio work. Yeah. That could be considered the yeah. greatest. You know? Because it would be, you know, when we would play these drum videos and such, and these great, and you know, excellent drummers are up there playing and they're, you know, doing their thing. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, someone would ask, oh, who's he play for? They're expecting you to say, oh, we play, oh he's the original drummer from Metallica, or right, something right, goofy right, like right. that. They they want an answer like that, and they're like, well, he Who's he's he a session for? player. He's played on this record, this record, but he's not a you know a, uh-huh. a, he doesn't play yeah. in a, a popular top forty band. Yep, yep, or at least not anymore, or, or not whatever yeah, whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah, um, yeah, I think we did a good job at addressing that question. That is something that's not. It's a uh, an interesting conversation that happens after that because based on their. What they're looking to get out of, I just think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. This a lot of the the uh, quick questions dive into like psychology and like sure. what are you really after? What is the meaning yeah. of drumming? What is the meaning of life? It gets a little intense sometimes, or maybe we're just delusional and we think that drumming should be this, you know, like like Nanamaka was saying with the lab coat and the the Bunsen burner. Do we really need to di- di- delve into it, or we can just say I like Ringo? Sounds yeah. good to me. There's a place for your Bunsen Spriggleys around, but right, you hey. know. This is not that place. It's not that place. Not here on Drum right. We We say it how it is. All right. Well, let's quick plug our guest before we bring him on. Let's plug him. Like we said earlier, oh, Adam from Minel is here. Yes, or as he I, like, I like to call him, yeah, he's somewhere out there. Yeah. Um, I like to call him 1.0. 
I consider myself the new and improved version of him because he's older. You're 2.0. I'm 2.0. I, ha- I have heard you say I that. I am 2.0. And it's funny, too. Like, <laughs> you know, speaking of that, there's this ongoing thing that happens with our emails where, like, I, I'm meaning to – and this just happened the other day. Yep. I, I meant to email Adam from Meinl, and I emailed you. Back to Rick. He would do it all the time, and he would put, I, you know, yeah. Adam would get Adam from Mina would get our personal yep. confidential emails. He would get he would get Adam. You were late <laughs> yeah, this morning. Yeah, exactly. What's up with that? No, I'm just. Kidding. But I do it. Like, and it then I would get orders, up. and I'm like, dude, yeah. I'll try to satisfy these orders, it's but I don't funny. have that many symbols. It's at funny, home, man. You know? it, it, it's funny. I don't know where I was going with that. It's funny. Uh, no, yeah. just we have the same name. Oh, we have the same again, name again. Back to the one, yeah. the three things we yeah. have in common. Yeah, two point but yeah, four point we can bring him on here. Uh, I'm very excited to get uh, part of his journey that I actually don't I don't know too much about his start in drumming or the industry. Um, but then also to just dive into what a rep is. You know, that's what we're trying to do here on Drum Key is like give different insights into the drumming world. And this is a, another business side. Right. You know, we had the retail thing. Now let's talk about the rep. Teach, we had the teacher thing, the retail thing. thing yeah. Education, all sorts of things. This is a, this is a coup. I this like is, this. This, this is, is awesome. All right, let's bring him on. Let's start Between the Plies. All right, we are back here with Adam. We got Adam and Adam on the show. Hi. It's like a mirror. It's like a really ugly mirror. It's, oh. oh. I, knew, I knew there was going to be something coming. This is going to be an extremely long interview. Mainly because it's going to be a lot of groaning and sighing, the <laughs> horrible humor that's about to come out. Um, no, but Adam from Minel, Adam better known as Adam from Minel. That's what people know me as. That is true. We're just going to keep repeating each other because we have the same thoughts at the same time. That's how our names work. See? Yes. What am I thinking of right now? Chicken. That's exactly right. 100%. He's got me pegged. How All right. numbers are behind your back? Yeah, how, yeah, exactly. Go ahead. Still chicken. It is still chicken. Yeah. I won't show the audience. Um, so, <laughs> moving forward, let's talk about how you got involved, first of all, in just drumming in general. What's that? Well, he doesn't know a lot, folks. We're just like, you know when you when you use the sticks? And you oh, right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, uh, well, I mean. How did it start? How did it start? I mean, well, I was How'd you born, end up here? I That's was, really what we're getting at. How did you end up a, here? I took a plane, and then I drove. Yeah, but we're just going to go way before that. Okay, well. I was born at a very young age, <laughs> and no, uh, I mean I had a semi-musical family back in uh, growing up. I, my mom sang, and Sweet Adeline still does, and played and band in high school. And so I, I mean, did piano when I was started piano. When I was like five. Did choir in, okay. in grade school, and then when I fifth grade comes around to start playing. You know, start join band. I'm like, I want to play drums, and they said, No, you're not mature enough to play drums. Which <laughs> wow. even at that age, I was like, You're like, Wait a minute, it's it's drums. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, well, I'll I'll fine. I'll play trombone, and then they're like, No, you can't play a brass instrument because you're gonna mess up your teeth worse than they already are. And braces later on. Wow, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I did saxophone, and then uh, then in. Junior year, the uh, we had a new drumline instructor in high school, and he's like, "Any any kid not in drumline who wants to learn how to play drums, come after school on the non-band days." And perfect. And so I'm like, "Okay, I'll do that." And then at the end of that first semester, I told my parents I'm going to switch drums, and they said, "No, you're not." I'm like, 
well, then wow. I'm going to quit band. And they're yeah. like, no, you're not. I'm uh-huh. like, well, then I'm going to actively fail. And they said, you can play drums. And then I had to do the same thing to the band director. Nice. And then, yeah. uh, you know, so year and a half of drums. And then mm-hmm. I went to college, uh, actually chose the college I went to based on the hats they used in marching band. Oh, as you should. As, you know, not the academics. But no. it turned out to be a really great school. Yeah, for, what, for music what, what school was it? I went to Western Illinois okay. University. And more importantly, what did the hats look like? I was just purple Aussie hats with, with I mean, yeah, it's fine. The hindsight, they weren't as cool up close. They looked they as cool in the picture. Don't Google it. Uh, Everyone's Googling it. <laughs> um, and then majored in music business with to focus on percussion and mm-hmm. and then immediately got a job teaching at a music store uh, part-time filling yep. in for people and then yep. said okay you really need to like have me on the floor and then old drums for like six months less okay. than that and then that's all you you can only last six yeah. months in this business hey, it's hard <laughs> not well, everyone met, can do it I not everyone met, has what it takes folks i had met the uh <laughs> the vice president at the time of minel through industry context through school context and okay. alums okay and just Bugged him, sent him an email every six months going, you have any job openings? you have any job openings? Mm-hmm. you have any job openings? He finally said, we have a job opening. Perfect. And I said, I'll take it. Wait, no, uh, what is it? And then, <laughs> <laughs> and what is it? And, what, and as I, can I, you know, is it pay enough? Right, do we get, do we get paid? Can I afford or? to live? Sure. Uh, and, but I already said I'll take the job. So <laughs> Nice, nice. And then 16 years later, I, I got a, a this spot on a podcast called Drum Drum. K, Keith. I'm K. not much of a reader. It's okay. It's okay. okay. You don't yeah. need it. You know. So um, it seems to be working out. So yeah. And then what? A- what happened after the podcast? After the podcast? Yeah. What happened after the podcast? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Find I guess out. We'll find out together. That's tomorrow um, is another day. Tomorrow is another day. Awesome. Well, yeah. I'm sure um, a lot of folks who have worked in the retail industry of, in some fashion know that you got to get the stuff from someone. Someone else has the stuff. You buy the stuff. You sell the stuff. That's basically how it breaks down, folks. And there are people who work for the people who have the stuff, and that's you. And so this is a way that I find out what's new. That's what we were talking about earlier is those product launches, things like that. He's the one that educates us. So yes. if we don't know what you're talking about and it's a minor product, it's this man's fault. Or they just didn't listen. That's true. Or we didn't listen. I'd, I'd put more in that category. Um <laughs> No, but just a quick question here. Who's the best drummer? Yes. Okay. I just the drum. Keep well, you know, uh, hang on. You could the drummer from Yes could be. Oh, Although yeah. he is a pretty good drummer. <laughs> Let's put go. that out there. That would be the one. Yes, Bill. Billy. Billy. Billy, Billy B. William. Will William Bruf, Bruford. William Bruford. Good pick. Um, yeah. So uh, if you could quickly talk about just a little bit about what you do. I know when I emailed you about this, you said, maybe I should figure out what it is I actually do. If there are folks out there looking to be a part of the industry, don't necessarily want to be on the retail side. Potentially, they live in Music City, the city of brotherly music. Is that what it's called? Nashville? The city of brother everything. We're close the, to Philly, so. The left kahuna, right? <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah. Nashville. Yeah. Nash- yeah. Nashville, yes. That's a good place to start, because there are a lot of companies. There are a lot of companies there. There. A and they're all hiring. We're all hiring. We're some all. some kind of some some position is open. Yeah, yeah. So say say someone wants to do this uh, or is looking at different options. What what is the role of a rep? 
What rep stands for representative? Good, good. You have that written I on repre- your hand. I, I see that. I represent. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I'm the the contact. If anyone has any uh, for, I have a. I have a a territory of stores. Uh, most usually people have a little region and they stick to all the stores in that region. Mm-hmm. Minel does things a little differently, and we try and find the right fit. I have a general region. Uh, but then there's stores like, oh, this guy may not know, or this guy, I think I don't get along with him. Like, you want to try it? And then I, so I, I, someone else starts doing that one. I've passed off stores. I've gained stores. And, and so I don't really, I mean, I have somewhat of a territory, but I go to all the right, stores right. Uh, and I say, hey, buy my stuff. And they yep. go, why? I'm like, because people want it. And then if you sell it and then they have it and then it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, um, but I've, you know, uh, I stand behind the product that I'm selling, uh, which isn't something that is necessary, but it, it definitely helps with some, <laughs> of course, yeah, some uh, uh, legitimacy and, and of course, um, yeah. um, the other words that I can't think of. Yeah, but you also are a drummer too. Yes, you know there there are a lot of uh, disconnects in the industry where you know, hey, I'm going to be your so and so rep, and you're like, oh yeah, what are you playing or what do you think of these hi hats? And it's like, well, I primarily play bass, or we have a few of those guys too. Yeah. You know, there's always a little bit of that. So it's really awesome having your insight into the product. I can be like, hey, give it to me straight. What are these things like? How do they compare to this from ten years ago? And you can tell me because you yes. were there. And I, oh, thanks. <laughs> I, I am old. Yes, uh, it's true. I, uh, yeah, I mean, we, I, I wanted to work for Minel when I discovered mm-hmm. them in in early college, which was way back in. You know, walked uphill, yep. forty miles to school yep. in the snow, both ways. He he's older than he looks, folks. Uh, and like, Minel wasn't even on the map yet at that point. And yeah. I discovered them, and I'm like, oh, these guys are doing something different. I like I like that, and I always like to work for the underdog. Or always like the underdog brand, and mm-hmm. you know, someone who's making something awesome that's just as that uh, spans the full range of you know, uh, entry level all the way mm-hmm. to to so boutique it's really just for one person like there's all that that whole range and not many companies do all of it and are still like unknown but mine all in the u.s was at the time right so it was cool to get involved and like just had to work for them so i guess i i put it on my spirit board and just willed it into existence existence. (laughs) which i kind of did i i I whittled down someone's patience, and they just that's, finally offered me a job. But. That's that's a great yeah. strategy. It's called tenacity yeah. for these fancy folks who read these readed folks. Yeah. Being a massive, massive gearhead really helped with it all. Like I, I yeah. actually didn't get hired to do sales initially. I got hired okay. to to uh, put in the merchandise displays and in, in stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after a couple months, and then work in the warehouse, and when I wasn't traveling, uh, and after a couple months of doing that. Uh, the president of the company realized that I knew the catalog better than anyone, everyone else in the in the building combined. So they're like, "Well, let's put them into sales." And, yeah, and I'm like, "Cool. What do I do? We'll call the store, see if they need anything." And yeah. they gave me a list of like 40 stores that were already active. And yeah, 30 minutes later, 40 minutes later, <laughs> I'm like, "Now what? <laughs> no one needed anything." And that's definitely changed now i now i dodge calls from people that i don't want to. hey now i mean no i He's never dodged any 
Mm. Now I dodge calls. No. Hey, Sorry, I'll be this. out of the office. <laughs> you know, when your canned messages have typos in them, I know that you're just typing them out <laughs> one for me. Um, no, what... I, I want to say that you are so good at merchandising that you still do it, especially for the NAMM show. They have you come out and yeah. merchandise that whole area, right? Yeah, you're still recruited for merchandising at, yes. for, at, at location for for yeah, displaying I'm, the new stuff, but then also at the NAMM show, like we were talking about. Yeah, I, when we do trade shows, I am the trade show coordinator, uh, and then I'm still in charge of all the merchandise displays, and I come up with packages and stuff and see how much, you know, how much flour can, 10 pounds of flour in a mm-hmm. in a five-pound mm-hmm. sack or whatever the non-vulgar phrases, and, yep. like, how, let's just try, how can I fit all this on there? Because there's, yeah, I mean, with, uh, we have, uh, we have, suggestions for like here's what to stock based on top sellers and stuff and i i initially when i first made that like 10 years ago i was like all right as a drummer classically trained drummer who's but also aware of of it right like right and i start like writing down on my i get my order sheet out and i'm like all right we need one of these one of these one of these two of these okay well if i was in it like what would i want to see in a drum shop or in the drum section to like to make me want to buy something even if i don't even have money for it let alone need anything and I'm like, all right, I need to get it to be around, you know, maybe if I can get around like a $5,000 thing. And then I clicked all the things and I like scrolled yeah. back up to the top to look at the total. And I'm like, I'm going to need to shave some of this off of there because that is $37,000. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, and that was just me going, what do I, what do I want to see? What would you want to see? Exactly. That's something that, that we talk about all the time. Sean and I talk about the fact that in our <laughs> ideal world, we have one of, no, two of, no, three of everything in the catalog. But like you said, Minel covers the full spectrum, so it's very much like what yeah. what do we want to see, what is interesting, uh, what types of things are, are working, what isn't. And that's where we rely a lot on not only our own opinions, but customer feedback. Yeah, it's what like consumers huge. want. Is... Exactly. That's what we're trying to do here. You know, what determines that? We've we started to carry a lot of products that were recommendations or, you know, based on, hey, if you want to see something, let us know. We'll either get it in for you right away, or if, oh, you're not going to buy it today, that's fine. We're going to make a note about that. And if we, you know, see interest somewhere else, we'll shift and we'll yeah. change, adapt. And consumers, all, everyone out there, if you don't see, it doesn't matter what you're in, drums, clothing, golf, cars, whatever. If you don't see what you're looking for at a store, they can get it in. So yep. if they have the brand, yep. they can get it in. And they don't. if you don't tell them you're looking for it, they have no way of knowing you're looking for it, right? And they're never gonna just—they're never gonna get so that. So you can in. Yeah. you can keep going on and searching for the next place, the next place, the next place until you find it, or you can just stay up at the first one and say, "Hey, I'm looking for this." Which you got—it's hard to practice what you preach. I still—it's <laughs> hard right. to do that, but right, you know, you can find. They can get yeah. it in, and it, then they'll know people are looking for it, and you help the store right. grow and get better, and they'll do better in the future because they'll Absolutely. have. I couldn't agree more. They'll have more inventory dollars to spend on. Like they can, all right. Yeah. They, you, they just got that djembe in for you, and now maybe they can get like four extra tambourines for you to check out, or another cowboy, or that snare drum that maybe you didn't know you wanted to see, but now you get there and you want to see it, and yeah, because all because you said I want this, I want to see this djembe. Yeah, and it's you. It, it is truly like you have a lot of power as a customer to influence, uh, or just a visitor, or whoever you are. Even if you're out of town and you're in a drum shop, and you're like, oh, that's interesting. You have this, don't have this, you know. Just talk about it. Talk about it with them. There might be a reason. There might be a shortage. There might be this. Not saying there are excuses for not having it, but they just might not know that folks are looking for that. You know, and things ebb and flow. I mean, we were talking about uh, cajones earlier, and oh. uh, yeah, and and Sean cranked it up. 
He cranked up Cajones. Like this one. And who I know. makes the best? Mino <laughs> makes the best. But did you expect me to do that? I, mean, I could have I gone either way with that one with you. Because okay. you, you're more of the like, drum, drum, sure. drummer drummer. Yeah. Which, no, no. Oh. I'm a garage band drummer. You're, which, you know, sometimes you get that acoustic yeah. gig. Sure, sure, absolutely. But talking about that, um, here's something that, like, the shift from uh, stocking, having a whole room full of djembes to then the cajon kind of infiltrated that a little bit to, in the hand, to having, at one point at the old shop, keeping like 40 some up to 50 cajones on the floor at all times when that was hot you know that trend was because people showed interest in it people talked to their drum shops people started buying them you know that that's what happens so the earlier you can communicate that the better yeah you know it benefits us it benefits you you'll have more selection of it yeah that's it it's simple yeah. and you should always try an instrument out before you buy it yeah especially the first time I'm just, like buy online is fine for the second time, we already know you liked it, so right. get another one. Right? Yeah, and it's but you know, and it's and always best. I always recommend to try it out, try it out first. Yep, and and we do a lot of uh, we've been doing a lot of demo videos and social posts and stuff. That's just to pique your interest, so to be like, hey, that might be what it sounds like, but then come in and hear it. You know what I mean? And and hopefully you have uh, you're near us, or you have a local drum shop nearby that you can go and actually hear hear what it sounds like. You know that that idea. You know. As far as production quality, we're not going to put tons and tons of money into it to try to get it to sound like you're in the room because realistically, you have to be in the room or you're not wearing headphones. You're listening on your phone. You think you're listening to something on your phone and you can tell it's a lot different when you're in person. You know, you Absolutely. might get lucky. I'm not saying it's impossible, but like you said, the best thing is to be in person hearing something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So, you've been in the music industry for a long time. A few years, yeah. A few years. A few years now. Um, you've seen a lot of drum shops. I've I'm seen not a lot of a drum shops. I can see it bubbling on the back of your mind. Oh, um, oh you've seen a lot of drum shops. Um, you're, you are on two fronts with a drum shop. Every pro drum shop has percussion side of things, and every pro drum shop has the cymbal side of things, right? Cymbals yeah. and percussion. That is not the case with many other companies. No. You know, you don't... You don't debate buying a mile or, or a zildjian cajon you not know? yet who never not yet you hey. said something who knows what has yeah gonna happen. well this is this is where ideas are born folks <laughs> the zildjian cajons are the best they're making them out of full bronze now they weigh 500 pounds expensive <laughs> oh, very very expensive oh no but you know vice versa you know and and the percussion and the symbol thing um i want to get your take on uh being involved with a company that kind of dabbles in both genres. And now the monolex Sonic Energy stuff is an even different crowd. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a lot of conversations about that. What is it like kind of uh, talking with drum shops, talking with customers from all these different points of views? All right. Uh, I mean, we do have, I mean, with Minol, there's actually six, six different sub-brands within it all, and they all have six very different, uh, demographics, different customer bases. Okay. Uh, uh, but it still all falls together. Meinl is a you know, German company. Uh, they And Mr. Meinl, the first uh, first uh, Roland Meinl, he saw a void and like people needed some symbols. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't really available in Germany in the 50s. Look at some history, you'll know why. Uh, so yep. he started making symbols uh, mainly for for working drummers and, and 
beginners and because uh, this is what was needed. Then when his son came in, uh, Reinhold, uh, he helped get things going uh, with getting percussion stuff started because it was another void that was needed. Uh, so it was all about just seeing voids and then and, and filling it. Uh, it was like they just wanted yeah. to work, yeah. And the the work needed to pay off. So what was needed? So that let's make, let's do start doing some percussion. And then it turned into, uh, so we had minor cymbals, minor percussion, and then we added Nino percussion, and we added uh, Ortega guitars, which uh, that's a whole other side of things. But it is right, a, a nice, right. a really good brand that that Minel owns and started out of necessity for stuff, uh, and then. Uh, we started uh, the Sonic Energy, which is our sound therapy stuff, a world wildly untapped, but people see it as a, as a part of percussion. So it all, a lot of similar suppliers. So we sure. started making that right, stuff. Right, And it's fast, fast, fast growing, and it's hard to grasp your head around, like sound therapy stuff. Uh, but it's huge market and, and some really impressive stuff happening on it. Yeah, and, and a lot then, of great products you're putting yeah. out too. I mean... And then we had as a separate for a while our Viva Rhythm, which is our drum circle uh, uh, line of instruments. But we kind of we reabsorbed that back into minor percussion because it didn't really need to be as separate as we thought right, for that long. It did its purpose. We got it out there. Yeah, yeah. And then we recently launched uh, our stick and brush line, and kind of out of necessity, there was uh, as a Minel is a distributor as well as a manufacturer in Germany, and uh, in one. All of a sudden, the stick manufacturer pulled out that they were working with. Like, well, we need a stick. Let's just start a stick company. It'll be easier than trying to find another brand that was wants to leave the distributor there yeah. with. And just casually, Sean, let's start a stick company. Sure. Everyone yeah. at Minel's doing it. We already do it, Adam. We have our own brand of drumsticks. We, we have a lathe in the base. It's so true. Hey, this is about me seen, right now. If you haven't, if you haven't seen... <laughs> If you haven't seen the uh, drums, etc. basement, that's where we lathe all of our drumsticks. And we actually make the drums ourselves. Uh, that, that actually reminds me of a funny story. Uh, I remember uh, at the New Holland location, the old shop, uh, one time we were, uh, I was in the back shipping something. You know, we had like a back room. You, know, you remember? Oh, yeah. The back, the back dock, loading dock. It's a fun building. It was a wild, a wild, uh, it's like very chocolate factory-esque. Just weird parts tagged on here, weird shapes. Um, but yeah, I remember I was back there just shipping stuff out. That's where we would pack and ship orders, that sort of thing. And I remember someone opening the door and being like, Oh, sorry. And I was like, yeah, this is just where we, you know, and and then, uh, I walked out and they were like, Oh, is that where you make the drums? Clearly this is someone on their first trip, not knowing, <laughs> not listening to drum key, the drummer's podcast here, knowing that there's a whole infrastructure behind drum shops and, and actually making the gear. But I just thought that was kind of funny. They were like, Oh, that's where you make them. And I was like, Tempted to be like, as a matter of fact, that's where we do. No, I told him the truth. I fessed up. Um, but yeah, it's wild to see the company change and grow and like yeah. add what's necessary, absorb things, move, shift. It's just like we're talking retail. It's just adapting to what's going on. Yeah, it's nice as a gearhead. It's nice to uh, just see like if you're going to be this innovative on mm-hmm. on the symbol side of things, which we have so many interesting innovations we've had through the years. Some great. So I'm not so great, but that's true with everybody. Of course. Uh, and then you can also do that with percussion. And being a uh, just classically trained percussionist and just want to, I want to learn a little of everything. It's like uh, being able to have your dip your hand uh, in like this all the different aspects of stuff without having to like work for nine different companies is, is yeah. It helps. 
It helps. Yeah, it's very... It helps keeps me focused and centered, and <laughs> yep. less less likely for a mental breakdown. But we'll see if that's right. Isn't that interesting though? Uh, Sean and I talk about that. Is is if we just have to do? You're one... all losing your minds. Yeah. Oh yeah, we talk about that a lot. Isn't that what you're supposed oh, to do? It's not just me. Okay, you're supposed to gather in a small room and talk about losing your minds together, right? That's what we're supposed to. Um, I think we need a larger group. Uh, no, but we, we talk about the fact that like our days are bizarre. Like This phone call could happen. Someone walks in, does this. We're doing that. We're driving out to pick something up. We're dropping something off. We're shipping something. We're receiving. Like, there are so many different directions that we get pulled in, and that's kind of what we enjoy. We yeah. kind of like the chaos, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's something yeah. about it. Um, could you quickly just, uh, I wanted to ask you, because I know you've been uh, involved in some design and some feedback and stuff for new products. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure folks would be interested in in knowing what that's like. The, the design process? Like, or, or like, hey, I had this idea with someone. and But yeah, basically the design process from idea to prototype, that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, I mean... The first thing, I mean, if, if any idea that we come up with is is thinking is well, on my side, I like a lot of weird stuff. Uh, so I first tell myself when I have an idea is like, mm-hmm. all right, is this for me or is this like a real thing, an actual like this is something that people right. actually want? Um, and then after I talk myself into it and talk into it, and into out of it, it and out of it and into it and out of it. Then I'll go and present it to. We have. We'll just have R and D meetings. Uh, I mean, I work for the U.S. distributor. Minel USA is officially just the distributor for Minel in North, actually the Western Hemisphere. Uh, but we work very closely because the U.S. is a huge part of the world market. So we work very closely yep. with them, and so we'll throw out an idea. Uh, uh, one of the things that I had a, a big hand in is like we have all our foot foot tambourines and shakers and all yep. these things. Yep. And, most of them strap on the front of of your foot. And I'm like, I, that never made sense to me. I was like, I don't tap my toe. I tap my heel. Tap your heel, yeah. Uh, so I'm like, what if what if we did a heel one? And then That was you? And then I'm I like, what if we put the that. stuff on the other side? And yeah. then uh, I was like, what if it's just like a thing that goes down in your in the back of your shoe? And then uh, my boss, he was like, I mean, like a shoehorn? I'm like, that's it. That's the thing. So I went out and I bought yeah. some shoehorns and I... Uh, rubber banded some egg shakers to them and yep, it kind of worked out and it's that was good and then we after we did that part the next step was well what would this product thing sell for that's kind of the next thing what would people be willing to spend on it so we look at like similar we go on online and just we in into stores and we try right, and find right. Similar type products, like what, what, what would this sell for? And a symbol, it's kind of easy. It's like, well, where, what series right. is going to be in, and what size? All right, that'll sell for that much. But some things, it's like we have to find equivalents and kind of like, what's it going to, what, what would it be able to sell for? And then we go like, well, what can we make it for? Because if, yeah. uh, like if it's a brand new product, like a, like a new shape and all these things, now we got to make a new mold, which could be twenty thousand dollars. Right. There's and cost. if the item's going to be sell for five bucks, that's a you got to sell a lot of units. So it's 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 cost and effective ratio. Like, is it always worth it? And then once we do that, then we start making the prototypes on it. So prototypes uh, do cost more because we don't have the molds. It'll be like a CNC machine, and we'll make all the stuff, and we'll back and forth, and a lot of a lot of mailing to, from the factories overseas or from the factory in Germany yep. to the USA. And then we'll do it, make some tweaks, and then we'll send it back, and we'll back and forth, and right, then right. eventually we just figure, okay, yes, now we can make it. 
But wow, can we still do that price point uh, where the store can still make money and Meinl can still make money? Because uh, everyone, we all, people always forget, like, with, like the price of goods pays for people's cost of living, and that's we, that's one thing the Meinl prides itself in is that we try and make sure that everyone is fairly compensated for their time and is able to survive working on our stuff with us yeah. or for us or on our stuff. Uh, it's it's like like you may think that nine dollars is a lot to spend on X Y Z product, but like it's got to pay for someone like probably thirty forty people on exactly. the low end have had some hand in getting it to you. Yeah, we all <laughs> and they all want to make money. Too. That's really interesting. Though. I didn't so know we're, yeah. the fact that we can make our stuff as affordable as we can is is really impressive to me, and I'm really yeah, happy. Yeah, it's, it's very important. To capitalism. <laughs> No, yeah, I, I, that's awesome to walk us through that process. And so I think it's safe to say that you do more than just show up and say buy the things, and if, if they want to buy the things, you write it down. And that's why I had to figure things. out what I actually do. I, yeah, I, I was going to say, you're I, very involved behind the scenes. Yeah, I, for, for stores, I just always told myself, like, what would I expect on, on the other hand? Other, if I was in the air position from, right. from the person who represents the company, and I try and do that. Uh, I don't always succeed on my end, but I hear that I do a lot more for some st- some for most of my stories than a lot of other reps do, or some yeah. other reps do. No offense cool. to any of them, but no, no, no. I just like and I because I'm just drowning, thinking like, how can I get up? <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to make sure that I have to do the least amount of work as possible. <laughs> yeah, you're in, a, in you're, a sense. Listen, that's trying to be efficient. It makes yeah. total sense. It's no, very German of me, I guess. Very, <laughs> very efficient. Yes, very well. You're starting to develop an accent, I know. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very um, good, yes. <laughs> very efficient. Um, no, but that's that's awesome walking through that process. And I, I'd like to use this opportunity. What you said reminded me is uh, a ton of times, I mean, not every day, but we'll get folks coming in and they see an idea, like a, a shaker that goes the shoehorn that goes in your key, you know, something like that. And they're like, oh, well, I can make one of that. I can make one of those. And make it. Exactly. But you're paying $9 for it because someone made it. But also, they had all these meetings. They went through it. They're mass producing it. They have the mold. They're doing all this. So it's just, you know, if you enjoy something, if you like the idea, if you're intrigued by it, you wouldn't have thought of yourself. Just support support yeah. this drum shop, support the companies, because that's how these new things are funded, and, and that's how we evolve and change. And, yeah, if you bought it 10 years ago and something used to be $20, you know, used to be $20, and now it's $4, don't complain that you, you overspent. That was because it was early, you know? You're a hipster. Yeah. <laughs> You're a hipster. You got there before everyone else did. Um, but, no, that's that's really, really awesome. Thanks for walking, walking us through that. Christopher Walken? Christopher Walken us through... All right, do it again. Do the whole R and D speech, except as Christopher Walken. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. We're gonna make some drums. I think your next Instagram account is gonna be you doing impressions, talking about drums. That's that was pretty good. Um, but speaking of that, this is my way of forcing a transition on you. Let's talk about your uh, your gram a little bit. Your Insta. The grams, the onlines, the onlines, the intra- the intranet. I think it's what's called the, the intranet. Um, no, but your uh, your page is like picking up crazy followers since we started. I've had following I've it. had some I've had it's some success cool. with that. It took yeah. took five six years before I I had any right. kind of success. But uh, I mean, symbol stacks are huge, big deal. 
Um, and creating your own. And yeah. I was, I, I mean, I told, been telling stores, you know, Instagram is a great marketing tool to get your info out there. It really costs you nothing. Uh, and it's just about content. It doesn't even really matter what the content is as long as you're putting out some content. Uh, and I was like, symbol stacks are big. Uh, just grab any, I grab any two symbols, put them together, there's a stack. And so I, I just started doing it after suggesting it to some stores for a while. Um, yeah, yeah. And just hard to get going. And I, I need, wanted content for myself, and I was trying to, like, alternate between do a symbol thing and then later in the week do a percussion thing and then later. But who's got the time? <laughs> Which is the problem with at the store level. Everyone's always so busy. You got to check your neon green watch. and yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so I just started doing symbol stacks, and, uh, you know, I uh, few years go by and I'm like, like, oh, I got a thousand views on that one. And yeah, uh, one day just one just took off um, and I had like like 10,000 views. And I was like, that's huge. I've made it. I'm Internet famous. And well, my hand is. Yeah, (laughs) it might occasionally be in the video. And then um, actually, I blew up huge on there uh, with a blooper one. I had two splashes that I put together. And I was on as a hi hat, and which got all warbly, and yeah, like all of a sudden, I like watched like I mean, one week I had like 150,000 views. I'm like, well, that's that's cool, and I'm like, it's a blooper reel, yeah. Uh, and then it just kept blowing up, and I think it's at 1.6 million views now. It's kind of stalled, wow. it's stalled. Well, hey, that happens, uh, and it's like made me think, like, well, it's just the funny. Like it, yeah. just people wanted to share, and I'm doing a short video, short clips and stuff. But yeah. I want to do more stuff. I don't want to just do symbol stacks. Of course, yeah. I've got my my list of ones people have asked me to do is could get me we one a week. If I did two a week, it still wouldn't it. I still wouldn't be done until middle of next year. So I've got. Well, this is what we're gonna do, folks. For all of you listening out there, let's bombard him with ideas. Let's make this list so long that he can't even get there. Pick two minor symbols. Any two. Current Any model. Two. Current production. Current production, minor symbols, or percussion. Have you thrown like Yes. Okay. I've done some percussion all ones. Right. Listen. He's done it. He's done it. I he's have tried access. It I I run the showroom out of our uh out of the US office, uh, which is not open to the public. Uh, but we have a showroom so when we if we have a dealer coming through, they can come check out everything or yeah, or to just a, do these videos. One, and stuff. one of everything. I right? have I'm it is one of every symbol is in that room and I can go grab if someone wants to hear the same two symbols stacked or hi hatted together. I can sure. go make that happen. But yeah, if you got any ideas, Adam from Minel. And if you any any demo you want to you want to hear a yeah a, absolutely a tambourine in a specific pattern or something. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it out of time to make sure you can't just snake the audio and record your but. <laughs> there, there's just gonna be random people yelling in the background. Like the mic's gonna be cutting in and out. Yeah. Like all this, you'll put a watermark on it for some reason, even though. Oh, uh, I'm I'm just using the cell phone <laughs> yeah. uh, microphone. I just yeah. it's because you're watching it on your cell phone anyway. It's just a it's just that's it. to get that's, you an idea. That's what I was talking about. Then you about come earlier. to the store and you go see it, try it out yep. in person. And if they don't have it, you say, "This is what I want." Yeah, I saw this stack. Can yep. you get it? And if you have a nice, friendly local drum shop, they'll get it in, let you hear it before you have to. Buy and it. if you ask them, if if you ask your store owner. Nice enough, they can call Minel and see if they can get the exact two symbols that, that was in that stack. It's true. Because I know which ones they are. There you go. There you have it. It's that simple. So, yeah, your uh, uh, all of your success, we we now want a percentage of it. 
um, because of the promotion here on Drum Key. It's written in your contract. You oh, know, I didn't sign it. You know that receipt you signed earlier for chicken wings? We got you. <laughs> <laughs> we got gotcha. No, but that's awesome. I wanted to quick give you the opportunity to comment on anything that happened earlier in the show. We were, we were talking about nylon tips, cajones, and crank it up, turn it down, product launches, which we talked about a little bit, the R&D side, and drum industry news, the HCS symbol pack in Hall of Fame, and the quick question, who's the best drummer? Well, uh, I mean, cajones, you got to crank it up. It's it's a drum set in a box, It's and it's very low learning curve. Everyone, everyone should have one, and it's a place to sit. It's true. It's also I, a seat. I will personally have to turn down uh, nylon tips. Uh, from a marketing, from a ma- or not marketing, but a manufacturing standpoint, it's uh, more money than than what it comes out of. And mm-hmm. but I mean, they're out there. Everyone, everyone likes their own thing. I personally just grab whatever sticks on top of the pile. Yeah, these there you days. Go. Keep it. What simple. was the next thing you did? I can uh, we on? did uh, talking about product launches. Product launch. Just because an, an uh, it's very important to remember. Just because a company has announced a product, that does not mean it's available yet. It means it's in production. Uh, if uh, we it's especially with shipping times, we you know, vinyl has over 7,000 products before you get or when you include basic special uh spare parts, kind of hard to get them all in <laughs> one area. So, uh, yeah. it's kind of like hey, the, we the, we announced all this stuff in January, we will have it before the end of the year. Usually, we'll have it all before mid spring, but it all depends on when the shipping shows up, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the HCS. Oh, well, thank you. You flatter. You flatter us. I know. It I is... know. We. I, I thought we were going to highlight some symbols at, at some point anyway. So yeah. I thought it was a good a good week for yeah. it. I mean, it's we have artists that play them out. The first time I heard the HCS stuff in person after, when I started at Minel, I was like, "Ooh, wow, damn!" I would gig. I would. That is a giggable, and that's that's our that's our most that's our affordable line, right. Like that's where that's it pretty awesome, and it's it's brass. Yeah. Like it's giggable. I mean, not it wouldn't be my first choice, but like I I would I would gig that. I would gig yeah. it out of spite too. So. <laughs> <laughs> In spite. spite, out of spite. Yep. Because of, I would gig them. I th- sometimes think about like selling yeah. off all the symbols, and just having some HCS. Yeah, yeah. You don't li- you don't uh, want to carry them home. Just give them to someone. Yeah. There you go. Throw just like a frisbee out into the like audience. A yeah, it's nice and safe. We it's do not, not recommend this at home. It's already dangerous enough that we throw drumsticks to an audience. I say we acting like I played a big crowd. I've never done that. I did throw a drumstick once, but the crowd was not drumstick <laughs> throw worthy. I just kind of knew someone, so I chucked it at him. That's dangerous get, enough. You threw it and you give it back when after when we're done. Yeah, we'll meet in the back. Yeah, throw Put it, this throw in it. my stick bag. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you're just trying to throw it into your car in the parking lot. Um, yeah, so that that's very good. Uh, HCS's rule, um, and we talked about who's the best drummer. Who's the best? Yeah, and you said yes. Yes to that question. Correct. Correct is your um, answer. The better, better. Don't ask people who the who the best is. Just who's their? I like who's who are your top five? Because that way, the only one has and no particular order. No, because it's hard. I couldn't tell you who's my even my favorite drummer. It changes every hour. I could probably yeah. give you a top five or three would probably always be on there, but. Ask people their top top five albums or their you know their uh, what's the thing when you're stuck on an island that's uh, that's deserted uh, yeah. your deserted island 
What's the thing we asked the favorite thing? You know, what the thing with the stuff, the islands and the stuff. Yeah, no desert island. I think that is a good thing, but the 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 only problem with that is you just made the quick question even less quick. Well, I think people just want to talk. Yeah, it's just all about the gab. Yeah, all about the gab. And then uh, I mean, this is it's a podcast. That's what we're doing. Yeah, it's true. And then moving forward, um, I'd like to get your take on the interview with our guest Adam from Minel today. Uh, Crank it up, turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> the interviewer, great. The interviewee, wait a minute, which one am I? Uh, I think Adam, did, Adam, Adam would be really, really good. Adam was Adam did really fantastic. Good. Yes, Adam was fantastic. All right, let's sign off. Do you know the sign-off jingle? That it, you're writing the check for me now, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, there you go. Sign-off jingle. All right. So thank you guys for joining us here for another episode of Drum Key. If you want to contribute to the show, don't forget, uh, leave comments below, of course. Um, but we also have a Discord channel that we're trying to ramp up here where we can talk back and forth and, and have more of a conversation. Throw your ideas there. Uh, let us know. Send us a message. Whatever. Um, but support your local drum shop, folks. If you don't have a local drum shop, we'd be happy to adopt you into our family. Uh, thank you for being here, Adam. That mug is your, your takeaway. You are allowed to take that. Good luck not breaking it on the plane. Drink the water first. Drink the water first. So that's yours. I definitely don't want it now. Um, all right, folks. We will see you next time. Bye.